I, shit, I need one of those. Fuck, come on, dude. Boom. Ready or not, here we come. Got a new intro today. Stayed up way too late making this thing. So I hope everybody's good. For music lovers only, the podcast we each host makes a top five list of their favorite songs from this week's topic. Each week is a new topic. Tune in, I dare you. Music lovers. Bam. You know, what is up, everybody? Hey, How you good. doing? I'm Forrest Gump today. How you doing? You're nailing it. Boris, Boris, good. I'm Josh, JRB5. Got tone, diction. diction. I had to think about it. I, I was reading it in my head. I was like, I don't want to fuck this up. I'm always horrible with names. I'll mess everything up. They're joining us in studio. We got Danny Disaster over there. We got Bryce down there. And we got Coach Casey Ooh, over here. Hi guys. Alex probably will be in a few minutes late, what he said. Uh, and then just Alex, she'll join us on our break. Pop in and give her a list, so we'll kind of just stop what we're doing. But, uh, yeah. We'll just stop for her, why don't we? Fuck. I know, I know. We gotta... We gotta, we gotta keep her happy. <clears throat> she does look like she could beat somebody up, so okay. I, I, that would probably be a good idea to keep her happy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Top five list today. We got uh, songs that cut deep, make it bleed. And as we were talking just a minute ago, we're kind of keeping that a little vague, just to however you interpret it. I tried to take a different spin on it, just because that's what I do. You know, I try to <laughs> be a pain in the ass. It usually works. No, that is a pain in the ass because, like, yet again, that's so open for interpretation. So, see, you got to watch what you say about her, Bryce, because she's listening. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's listening. I know. Isn't she's constantly everywhere? Everywhere I look, I can't go on TikTok without seeing her shit. Oh, everywhere. Oh. We got we got Mr. Alex down there. How long you been down there, Alex? For like two minutes. I had to scroll down to see it. We got a lot of people today. Yeah. Alex, uh, you, you, what, what's the, not a comic, you're a comedian, right? Yeah. Comedian, there's a difference apparently. We still haven't crossed that. I think that's going to be a whole show, the difference between a comedian and I'd a like, I'd like to be I, tuned in for that one. I, I, I would too. Wouldn't the difference I'm a, essentially be someone comparatively who writes as <laughs> the one who performs? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So are you saying see, I know, see, I know things. Like oh, I said I've tried to be a comedian and a comic, but I said I fail at both of them most of the time. So. Yeah, I'm just a jackass. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I never said I was successful. I'm on that boat. I uh, yeah, no, I'm a magician. So basically, anything I do on stage is fucking awkward, and anybody's gonna laugh at. Me, so no matter what, <laughs> this is like this is a 40 year old who actually made this a hobby. <laughs> I'm saying they're no, they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> no, they are. they are. Sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's not. So, yeah. so, do you have a 
you get your list done, Alex? Or are you working yeah, on it I now? Yeah, I got mine. I got mine. I've got, I've, I've got enough. I can wing, kind of wing it. I've got about four. So we're good to go. All right, we'll give uh, we'll give uh, just Alex a minute to uh, see what's going on. See when she's gonna come on. What uh, I had a question in my head and I just drew a blank. Ooh, okay. Where now. did babies come from? I feel like you left a blank. Yeah, yeah. The question of the day. Just we kind of ask a question, do a little fluffer in the beginning, you know, to. To give a little time for everybody to stop what they're doing. Okay. You know. But uh, what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you? Shit. <laughs> Can I start? <laughs> Go first, Coach Casey. Uh, well, since it's Riverfest time right now, my story dates back to about an 11-year-old at Riverfest that uh, had a uh, diarrhea accident. Um <laughs> And then had to work his way through a crowd, you know, and I'm there with a girl and you don't know, you know, that was my first learning of never, never trust a fart. Yeah. <laughs> 11 years old. And then happened to change. I mean, I knew probably before that, but I don't know what it was. We had eaten that junk food all day and all that. Girl, and then I'm like walking away backwards from her. Like, no, everything's cool, man. No, I just got to go to the bathroom and then ditched her, you know, called my parents. Like somebody's got to come get me. So. Oh God! To this day, that's the most uh, awkward and, and most embarrassed I've ever been. It, mainly because there was ten thousand people around when it happened. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm in public today, and I still think people remember me from that. So <laughs> Benny shit pants. <laughs> oh my God! And I'm just lying. That was last weekend. <laughs> I think everybody has an embarrassing Riverfest story, though. Oh, man. Mine was hanging out with jugglers, just that in general. So that's embarrassing <laughs> enough. Oh, damn. Well, now I have ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't been embarrassed a lot. And then you said jugglers. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. You forget <laughs> those fuckers exist sometimes. I mean, they're, they're down. They're down, though. <laughs> Somebody, they got your back. That had to be my most awkward concert ever going to was an Insane Clown Posse concert. Uh, I got sprayed with Fago in the back row, and I was there for head PE. As soon as that Fago hit me, I left. I'm good. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. You know what's funny is that I've seen Guar like seven times, and they spray all that shit on you, right? That is the nicest like I've ever seen like a, a, a band do that to you, because that shit's like water. It's just colored water. It's got a little bit of sugar in it. It's not sticky, makes your hair nice and fluffy and shit. I was like, they were actually thinking about people when this was going on, dude. Water's water's fine. All fine when I'm good. When you start throwing cream soda at me, sorry, I got to go. I need to That's the fucked up part of slavery cream soda. It's the whole goddamn bottle. Yeah. I'm in the back row trying to get away from it, like make sure I don't get hit. I still get hit. I gotta go. Gotta go. I I went to one ICP concert. I saw people get laid out with fucking two liters because that shit. That's the reason we don't do it that way anymore. Shake it up and turn it backward and just let it fly. Yeah. Just walk right down in the middle of the cotillion. Some like four year old kid in clown paint just hit the ground. 
Yeah, they <laughs> shake it up and then they throw it down on the on the on the, the lid part and it just shoots off like a rocket. And damn, you sound you sound like you've been through been to a few. <laughs> uh, I've been to one and and it, that was the last. That was the first and last time. It's traumatizing. <laughs> hey, I mean, no offense to them, they got mad love. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. that they're. I'm pretty sure that they're a second wing of the Illuminati by this point. Like those guys. <laughs> Control fucking everything now. Let's see. Most embarrassing moments, man. Uh, this is kind of a long story, so I'll shorten it up. Uh, I had gone to the Boulevard Brewery with people I work with and got hammered. I mean, beyond drunk. And I get home. You know, none of us were driving. You know, they, we had a like our work chartered a like a, a van for us all to drive so, or all to ride in. I get home and my buddy comes over, just excited as as all hell. And he's like, "Dude!" And he hands up, he hands me this big bag of mushrooms. And he's like, "We're gonna eat these and go on snakes on a plane." And I, for some reason, that sounded like the greatest idea in the world. Sounds awful. <laughs> Uh, so get to the theater get to the theater and i have to pee and right as i have to pee they kick in well having a snake in your hands is scary exactly and so like i'm in the bathroom the bathroom's all white but it's got like red yellow and blue like tiles in the wall and those are just shooting out past me so i'm freaking the fuck out i think the 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 people that work at the theater know that I messed up. <laughs> so, like, I start panicking and I get up. And so I was like, Fuck, mm. zip, zip up my pants and like I go and I run into the first theater and it was Barnyard. An animated like the cartoon. <laughs> and then I'm sitting up there. I like go in stadium seating. So I go up to the top and I'm just sitting there hiding in a packed theater full of parents and their kids <laughs> the worst place you could possibly want to go and then i realized oh i forgot to pee <laughs> and so i jump up because i didn't want to piss myself and i was at the very top of the stadium seating so i start rolling down the stairs puking yeah. the entire way down all over these families Oh, man. And then I get up and I look down. There's not a stitch of puke on me. Like <laughs> all these people are looking at me, fucking pissed. So I bolt <laughs> out the emergency exit door, set the alarm off. They have to clear out the theater, and I run as fast as I can. And I see there's this little pond, and I jump in the pond, and I just sat there for about an hour, like with my nose, with my, with my eyes <laughs> above the water. Rambo. This is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it was embarrassing because my buddy. Because my then I get but like they, the like, every, they had to evacuate the whole theater because the fire alarm went off. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there watching these. You're like, we saw him. Where the fuck did he go? And I'm like, oh god, no, 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 no! Please don't catch me. I cannot go to jail. And t I cannot explain to my parents this. I can't explain this story to my parents. Please, nobody find me. And, <laughs> I could not imagine going to jail fucking high on mushrooms. That would oh, God, it would have been so terrible. Oh, what a buzzkill. 
And I'm just like sitting there, like, like I just felt like the 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 most embarrassing part is I feel like man, I ruined somebody's Friday night. These kids came, these people came out and brought their kids to this nice, wholesome movie, <laughs> and then some moron just threw up all over. I mean, and you know, it was mushroom puke, so it was gonna be gross. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, probably reeked. Oh, so I get out, get out of the pond after everybody goes in, and I just go sit by my buddy's car and wait. To, and he sat there for the whole movie. So I'm sitting out there for like an hour, and he comes out, and I'm completely soaked. He's like, "I knew it had to be you." <laughs> get in the car. They were look. They're still looking for you. I'm like, "All right." Cool. Yeah, that was a pretty embarrassing moment, but. It took, um, it took me a minute to think of mine. Yeah, like I uh, thought of I mine. I finally just got mine. It's a little shorter than yours, but it's a little kind of long. I, I had a, we got a music producer that does all our beats, um, and he came to town. Yeah, right. He came to town too. Uh, we only got a couple local bars in our small town. He came in and he, uh, I'm hitting on the bartender who's sitting with me, and he comes up after I walk away to go to the bathroom, and he tells her something like, uh, "What was it? You look dead inside." Something about smile, you look dead inside. Smile, smile, you look dead inside. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, I spent the rest of the evening, you know, talking to her because she's crying and this and that. And a week later, he comes in again, and I kind of have to uh, explain how he happens to be my friend of, like, 15 years. And that the whole time I knew that it was him. No, no. (laughs) So, all the while, I'm over here thinking I'm smooth and shit uh yeah no no friends are definitely ruin stuff for you how do you tell somebody that danny do you got a you got a most embarrassing story uh well aside from the fact that i've had four kids i mean (laughs) if you've ever been present at the birth of a child there's nothing yeah there's nothing that you don't see it's and there's like 10 people in the room it's ridiculous yeah uh, but probably one of my most embarrassing, and you know, I don't even know if anybody else saw it, but I was so fucking embarrassed. Um, I used to do all of the photography for James's band back in the day, yeah. and I would, you know, climb up all over the stage and get there and drummers and all of that. Um, and one time I was backing up to take a picture and went to dodge a headstock and just like fell off of the fucking stage. Oh god. I was um, actually there that night. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> scraped yeah, up my elbow, scraped up my knee, and then just like jumped up and like looked around and was like, oh fuck it. The show's still going on. Yeah. Still gotta take pictures. Climb yeah. back up on stage and kept going. Uh but yeah, no, totally fell off the fucking stage. No, I didn't see it, but you told me about it later on in the night. Yeah. <laughs> um Fuck. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, so, uh, as anybody who's ever met me before, like the age of 30, I was an asshole in my 20s. I spent a lot of time at a strip club, specifically Jezebel's. Right? Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. I was a yeah. pleasure guy. I get it. Mm-hmm. Nickelback. Right. So, uh, <laughs> we're, me and my buddies are there, and we're getting fucked up. We got everything on us. I had all sorts of cocaine in my system. We were drunk as shit. We went to a nice restaurant. I had a big old bowl of fucking chili at the restaurant, right? 
and get the jazz bells were in there for about an hour and i hit the bathroom and i stay in that shitter for three and a half hours just like losing my guts at some point in time the guy who's with me comes into the bathroom and he just stands next to the stall door waiting for anybody walking in and through uh the uh the bathroom just so he can look at him and say knock on the door and we're like who the fuck shits in a strip club <laughs> and he's like all right whatever this is cool right um so at some point and again i'm in there for three fucking hours so some of the girls start coming in and asking me like dude are you okay and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> so i get done finally and i open the door and it's like everybody in the whole fucking club is just like good job buddy <laughs> getting a round of applause at a strip good no one took a poop there before in life, but apparently, I guess I was the very first one, and just like, yeah, that was the best attention I ever had in my life. They're like, good job, you wiped your own ass. I, I don't think I've ever seen doing tricks. Dude, I should have. I never have done a magic trick for a stripper. I really wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have. We're going to do that one day, Josh. We're going to take one of your podcasts in uh, pleasures while I just sit there and do stupid card trips while they shake their ass at me. <laughs> All right, mine is uh, from when I was a kid. Okay, I'd watched. Uh, anybody familiar with the movie Species? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, came out. The first one just came out. So I was working at Dylan's. I rented it on my way home. Watched it. Went to bed and had the most vivid, wild dream. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody remembers, but that shit, the scene she's making love and then she oh yeah and starts ripping her. Well, I'm dreaming that she's making love to me, and I'm like yeah. And then she obviously, and so I just, from this cold, and like I said, I am 17, 18 at this point, yeah. running up the stairs, screaming like a little girl. My dad and my mom come bolting out of their beds. My mom, I think it was my mom. I can't remember if it was my mom or dad. Somebody breaks their fucking toe getting out of bed. Dad's in his underwear, got his bat running through the house. Like, what's going on? Thinking someone's breaking up. And I'm, and I, I, you know, when this is all, when all that's happening, I'm realize what I'm doing. I'm like, this was a fucking dream, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? I just turn around, walk down, go back to, go back to bed, and try to go to sleep. But they're up, and mom's like, what's, what's going on? Trying to figure out, and then she finally realizes that it was a dream, and she just starts laughing. I think she spent the next, I mean, she didn't go back to bed. She just sat there laughing at me. I mean, just laughing, not at me, just at the situation. And I'm like, okay, can we just go to bed, mom? <laughs> Anytime we talk about that story to this day, she just gets in a laughing fit. <laughs> That's fucking good. Yeah. Like that. So, needless to say, I have not watched the rest of them. I've never revisited the first one again. Kind of turned you off of the whole genre. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like her anymore. <laughs> quite, quite what, Natalie? She was only in the like, Alex, what two is up? Hi. How are you doing? I'm at work, so you know, fucking fantastic. Yeah, we're just wrapping up our embarrassing stories. I think so for mine. We went through this last weekend. I can't be embarrassed. Did we go through it last weekend? <laughs> really? What's something that you've done that would have embarrassed? Hey, look, it's my fiance. Alex? I know. I have my fiance and my boyfriend on this. It's amazing. <laughs> Alex, I will give you free tickets to like every single one of my shows just to prove that I can't embarrass you. Done. Fair enough. Yeah, let's cool. do it. <laughs> Here, you know it's pretty. I've got an embarrassing moment for. Her. 
her oh. giggling on the floor on my living room floor. That wasn't wrapped, in, wrapped in a Raiders blanket when she's a Cowboys fan. That's pretty funny. I thought it was, it was pretty, she should be embarrassed about that. That was really <laughs> fucked up. Okay. Give the kids new clothes. Yeah. Once you get a round of applause by strippers and cocaine addicts after taking a shit after three hours, I mean, there's not much that chases you after. <laughs> And shout out to Mushrooms and Riverfest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God damn. Don't trust I'm gonna the Hashtag don't trust I really don't want to. I'm going to go rewatch fucking Guardians now on Mushrooms just to see what happens. All right. I know Alex has got limited time. Just Alex. Right. The, the amazing Just Alex. You need, to add, it's, it's, you need to put an amazing in front of it. Oh, okay. Well, now that I know that I can't. Just amazing. Like... I don't know. We'll, we'll have to work on that. We'll have to work on that. What? You got your list correct? Yes, I did. How hard was it? How hard was it? I have a playlist on Spotify of these songs, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, do you want to be sad today? Here's a playlist for you. <laughs> yeah, I was hella prepared. Take it away then. Okay. Now I got to cut it down because I've got like 10 things on here. So. We all do. It was really hard for me to actually cut them all. Yeah, this is difficult. I was like, I'm just going to write them all down and then I'll figure it out as I'm going. But I am totally stealing everybody else's as they go. So. See, that's why I like now, that Bryce, I only so jump in here for 15 minutes because hmm. no one can really steal anything from me anymore. No, I didn't mean steal them. I mean, like, listen to them. Wait. Oh, listen oh, to yeah. them? Yeah, not like steal them and be like, oh, I'm going to use this for mine. So, yeah, that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> James John is really bad about doing that. So. No, so I can actually, yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> no, it was actually so I can like, because I enjoy hearing everybody else's perspective on music. Okay, so let's see here. I guess number five, I'm going to do One Million Watts by Norma Jean. Oh, I know that one, actually. That's a really good song. It is. Um, uh, Phantom Bride by Deftones. Because if it's Deftones or John Prine, I'm going to throw it in if I can. <laughs> um, uh, December by Hundred Sons. I don't know that one, but I'll write it down and check it out. It's a good yeah. one. So yeah, let's see. Ah, uh, I got two more. I'm trying to figure out which ones I want to use. <laughs> um, I guess for number two, I'm gonna do "Fly" by Highly Suspect. Oh yeah, good one actually. That one actually helped me help pull me out of my addiction. So that's why I love that song. Um, and then number one, I'm gonna do "Another Man's Grave" by Amigo the Devil. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually just recently, well, not recently, but when he came here with Dropkick Murphy, the first time I ever saw him, and that really blew my mind. Love that show. I have been trying to see Amigo for like three years now, and something always happens and it pisses me off. That was the most expensive concert ticket I've ever bought in my life. And I bought it. Uh, I paid $172 for it. For well, Dropkick Murphy's? Yeah, because what happened was is that I got one of the reset tickets. Someone took it back, sent it back, so they upsold it on the day of the fucking show. Mm. Yep. 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 Matt Rife. 
it te it technically no, scalping, but it was actually so what they did is because they, they <laughs> consider it kind of like a penalty to you for buying it so like later later it was oh, like a convenience fee that's not convenient at all. <laughs> no, exactly. Who is this convenient Absolutely. for? Yeah, yeah, I know. But, I know. Like big but it was like, but I will, I will say it was probably one of the best fucking concerts I ever saw. Yeah, I saw them a few years ago in Colorado, and they, they opened for Rancid, and that was a fantastic show. They put on a, a like the whole idea of them bringing on like a hundred people on stage afterwards. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Amigo and the Devil was there, and like uh, my friend Matt McBee was there, and he was just like gushing over him the whole time. So I actually had to pay attention to it because I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking openers. It ended up being brilliant. I love that. All right. So, anyways, that's my list. Awkward Good silence. List. Good list. Good music to listen to. I think I knew two of them. I knew all but one. I knew highly suspect and Deftones were going to have to be on there. Of course. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, let's uh, spin to see who goes next. Now, you have you been previewed to that one yet? There. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> there's so many names on it. It's wonderful. yeah. There's a whole bunch. Now. I got a spin <laughs> wheel. I could have wrote the names on my spinny wheel. <laughs> Home. You ready? Cool. I like that. <laughs> all right. So we should we shooting one or all of them? Yeah, we'll shoot. Uh, I should I should have zoomed you in, but there we go. Oh, hey. You doing one at a time? <laughs> that that moves people. I can't see whoever that. I don't know who was behind there. Oh well. First off, I want to say fuck this guy <laughs> for. Getting me in my feels all week. All week. All week. Dude, that's some <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> I can do that on my own. But uh, so first one I got, I got Save Myself by Ed Sheeran. Um, and I think all these two just going through them, I was like, they were yeses. They went on the list. If like I went through them and like absolutely couldn't, without tearing up, couldn't do it. So that's one of them for sure. Um, let's see. This one's kind of an underground one, but I feel like I feel like Josh might know this one too. And shout out to anyone else that does. But uh, "Picket Fence" by Brother Ali. Oh yeah. And there, I want to look up one line in this real quick because this is why you got to explain it a little bit, give it a little insight because it's such a good song worth listening to. I'm not picturing um, the song. I can't think of anything on the song, but I mean, I love Brother Ali. Let's see here. Oh, yes, here it is. Okay. Let's see here. Sensitive is my probably favorite. Oh, the chorus where, yes, he says, uh, goes through the whole story just telling about himself. And if you don't know Brother Ali, he's an albino rapper who uh, super into activism and all sorts of super good dude, but very different. Yeah. You see him, you hear him, and then you see him, you'd never, never put two and two together. So he's got a hell of a backstory just... Um, but he said, uh, uh, you look the way you do because you're special, not the short bus way. I mean that God's going to test you and all of this pain is training for the day when you will have to lead the gift, lead with the gift God gave to you. 
grown folks don't see it, but the babies do. And there's a chance that you can save a few. And time will prove that she started my movement. She didn't tell me to take it. She told me to use it. Hell yeah. And that, <laughs> that right there, that right there is why that one's on the list. Um, let's see. That's two. Um, and then one, it just threw as soon as, as soon as you threw that, this one, this one came too. but uh, Christmas shoes. And I had to look it up to see who, who sings it. And I think it's a new song, but if you've heard Christmas shoes, like, Oh, it's such a brutal one. Is that the one about the kid's mom dying? Yes, and he's getting God, shoes damn, for her before the day before Christmas yeah. in case mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh my Jesus god, Christ, I can't, dude. That one's <laughs> damn. I absolutely can't. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that song now. Like, geez, that, one is, <laughs> that one's a tearjerker. You're like, God, yeah. And they play it at Christmas too. Like, you need that. Yeah. It's supposed to be the happiest time <laughs> of the year. Let's like, oh, we're gonna make you real fucking sad. <laughs> like Timmy on the corner. Um, and then let's see, what was the other one here? Um, oh, I had uh, Save Me by Jelly Roll. Um, that's a really good one yeah. with uh, just addiction and the uh, mentality of like feeling like an entire lost cause and the, where that can get to. And absolutely, like I, I feel like most people have felt that and yeah. There's a reason that song launched that man of the success he's getting right now. Very and, I've been oh, listening to him for years. I'm glad he's getting some love. Absolutely. Um, and then my last one I had was um, Against My Better Judgment by Mayday. Yep. Yep. Uh, another addiction one. Um, but yeah, definitely yeah, a messed up video. Tearjerker. Well, that one dropped too. And the reason it really gets me to it dropped. It was right after I lost um, a good friend of mine to heroin addiction. And then that song well, dropped, and I just Mayday just uh, left Strange. I don't know. If, see, there's I don't know the story. Yeah, a little bit ago, but yeah, everybody uh, has. They, they were just done with their contract. Yeah, yeah. We I actually just brought them uh, September seventh. In the one of the new song or re recognizes new song. It, there's like it sounds like there's some animosity. I don't know if it's geared towards Strange or anything, but I'm like. Knows. They said it was all up when we talked yeah, about it. It sounded yeah. like it. Okay. Maybe like that's it. somebody else. Yeah. All right. I have to get going. My break's over, and I got people trying to come in my office. All Ooh. right. Love you. Love you, Alex. Love you. All right. So we got all of them. Yeah, I think that's it. That was it. That was your five. Okay. Good five. Good five. Let's. Uh... Anything again. Danny. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's right, I, have, I have an audience back here. I was gonna say Rowan just left the room. I think she got bored with us. Boring old people. Boring right. podcast. <laughs> Uh, I I also have like ten songs on my list. There's like my top five, and then like five honorable mentions. <laughs> I'll try to try to cut it down. Um, and these are in no particular order either. Uh, the first one that came to mind that I cannot listen to without getting in my feels, and I I usually listen to when I'm depressed, is uh, Descent by Fear Factory. Yeah. Um, I just, 
yeah. <laughs> um, the second one, and we've, we've talked about this song on the podcast before. I know James has mentioned it before, but it's To Die For by John Five. There's no words to that song, but I will stick it on repeat and listen to it all day long. Like, it's so good. Um, one that I've been stuck on here lately is You're Somebody Else by Flora Cash. Um, and I feel like everybody deals with relationships where people turn out to be somebody that they thought they were somebody that they weren't. Um, and so that one, that one hits pretty hard for me. Yeah. I think that's pretty typical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All minds leave say I'm an asshole, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a character trait. Yeah, I guess. No, that's that's just a state of being, bro. Like say we're all characters when the Jim Jim Carrey, you know, after he went all philosophicals, we're all characters, you know, we're all building this character. Yeah. Right. That's like that's another like two hour long podcast going. (laughs) Right. The inner character. Detach yourself. Force. That's that's when we all collectively take mushrooms and have that conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do it. Oh, now, come down. This guy's got to come. <laughs> There's no water around here. So. Well, we'll, go to, we'll go see a movie. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm not leaving my couch, man. I'm wearing my last day, man. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not that a public event. Terrifying. No, no. I did that. I did that shit. The carpet in the movie theater started fucking moving. Yeah. yeah. We went to see Mortal Kombat tripping with Josh Robinson one time. <laughs> you walk by and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, you're tripping in here. Uh-oh. Shit. You breaking stuff? So you said you had four kids. Now you have three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good no? Okay. Uh, so another one, and this I I watch a lot of Disney movies. Um, I I have four kids, and I would watch them even if I didn't. So, um, in Frozen Two, the main song is "Show Yourself" by uh, Idina Menzel. It's, it's Elsa's song, and I literally cannot watch that movie, cannot listen to that song without tearing up. Like, I I don't even understand why, but that song puts me so deep in my feels. Well, I think that... that's the first uh, Disney princess song that's made it onto the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I, I wrote it down, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to get so much shit for this. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Phil Collins puts me in my feels. She spends the entirety of two movies trying to figure out what her purpose is and where she belongs. And that is the moment where she realizes that she has always been everything that she needed to be, that she, you know, she is the the answer to everything that she's been looking for, and it's just a really powerful moment. Um, and it just it just makes me cry every time. 
And my two-year-old is laughing hysterically on the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom's a wuss. He gets it. I like him. And then the last one that I put in my top five, um, I've always loved the song, but the older I get, the more meaning it has for me. It's Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stevie Nicks. No, yeah. I mean, can you? Does anybody? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure everybody has at least one Fleetwood Mac song that they're like, yeah, that's the shit. Pretty sure I have multiple from my mom playing them when I was younger, yeah. but I don't know the yeah. names. It's just when it comes on, I'm like, mm, this is that shit. Yeah. Uh, just like so, Shania Twain. <laughs> that shit that I parents listened to while I'm in the 70s. That's fun. All right, so let's. Uh, what was an honorable mention while I pull up the uh, spinner? Um, so the first one that I wrote down is Acoustic Number no. Three by Goo Goo Dolls. Ooh. And I, I don't, I don't even know where that song came from or like how I first heard it. Um, but I don't think a lot of people have heard it, and it's a really good song. Is it a B side? I don't remember Probably, much Goo Dolls. I mean, like, it doesn't even have an actual title. Its title is literally Acoustic Number 3. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those are the best. Probably. I swear. Alex is changing his list now. Damn it, no. Goo Goo Dolls. No, 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 not at all. I'm I forgot about fly. Oh. He just scratched let it let it go off the off his list. Have y'all heard the metal version of Let It Go? Oh dude. Yes. Yeah. I was sitting there on Spotify listening to it one day and I'm just jamming to it and then it gets to the chorus and let it go. I'm like, oh you motherfuckers. I was so pissed. I fucking turned that shit off. You should you should be happy for metal instead of mad about the song. You know what I mean? They got me. They metal, got me. Metal got you. Yeah, yeah, it was good, but I was like, ah, oh, no, fuck you. I mean, I at that point, I was listening to it on the daily from the dog. <laughs> I mean, all I could remember was the uh, the, uh, the chorus, but I don't know that. I, I can feel that because I have like a small dislike for Metallica because it was made for Metallica. I fucking I love T I love T ninety five. Always have since I was a kid, but Metallica got shut down. Yeah. But I hear like an orchestral fucking version. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is literally the only way I can listen to Metallica in a while. It's like, not them doing it. Yeah, yeah not them. Makes yeah. me like happy. My, like Miley Cyrus version of fucking Metallica or Ball of On Bangers. But like if they join her, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Heard. All right, Alex. You got your yeah, yeah. For the next uh, round. Okay. Um, this one's technically not a. Well, okay. So some of them are kind of like I, I I don't listen to a lot of stuff that really makes me sad because um, I have enough I have enough uh, success doing that on my own. Um, but I would say um, number number five is definitely going to be. Um, I need to pull up my list here. Uh, flogging Molly's "If I Ever Leave This World Alive." Oh, that's oh my such god! A good yes. That's uh, such a good song, dude. I can't sing the song without like like tears going down my face. It's like Jesus Christ, and it's such a great song. I try to see those guys every time they come to KC. It's yeah. just 
They're, I mean, they're dope. I mean, it, it's just a fantastically written song. Um, this one, number four, it's not necessarily sad. And I'm not the most patriotic human being in the world. Uh, but it was recorded in Lawrence. The guy's from Essex, England. Uh, it, the, the artist is Beans on Toast. And uh, it's English. Yeah. And uh, it, it was actually recorded at uh, Black Lodge Studios in Eudora, Kansas. And uh, the song is called The Great American Novel. Just a, it's just the this whole song's about this guy from England being in Reno. And just talking to some guy randomly at a blackjack table. And they're just kind of talking about his whole experience through going out, going throughout the United States, and it's it's really dope to see it from like another guy, from like another like a foreigner's perspective. And it's it's kind of uh, it's it's really it, it really opens your eyes, kind of like to a lot of the stuff that we have going on here. And but it ha- talks about a lot of the really good shit that we have going on here, because I think that's kind of one of those things that we lo- we've lost over the past years. You don't like. It's like two different sides versus each other, but no one really like looks like gets into reality and kind of thinks about like what really is awesome about living in this country. But it's not like a patriotic like fucking stars and stripes bullshit. Uh, really good song though. Um, let's see. <clears throat> I may have used this one before, but I'm gonna use it again because it's one of my. It's one of my all-time favorite songs, um, but this one all this one definitely gets me into the in the feel in the heart feels. Uh, Toaster in a bathtub by Tony Sly. <laughs> He's the guy that's the, the guy that's over over my shoulder here. My friend painted him. I uh, painted it was the picture of him. Uh, he is no longer with us, but uh, fantastic, <clears throat> fantastic song. Um, really really badass album it's it's one of his solo albums but yeah that song really gets you right in the in the grapes yeah you mentioned that one on a, a previous podcast and i looked it up and that shit was dope I yeah it. dude i i, I use it i mean that's if we're talking you know songs that hit you in the feels that one definitely yeah. is there yeah, definitely. um let's see let's, so that was three of them i got i'm on number so i'm on number two um it doesn't really make me it's not really sad or make me like feel emotional just the song itself is beautiful and i just like the way the the sound like the develop like the band develops the sound uh it's called evilest number by the expanders um it's just kind of a mellow reggae jam but just the harmonies in it it's uh, it's not like so so much that it's um like emotional it but it's just like the sound is so pure that it just kind of makes you it gets you right in the gut yeah uh, reggae always does that i mean yeah yeah um and number one <clears throat> this is because uh yeah. Of, of, you know everything that I've had going on in my life with my parents and everything, uh, so it means it kind of means a lot to me. And it just like really, if you want to get fucking sad, this is it. Uh, it's 
technically by no effects, but the the, the album is Koki the Clown. It's Mike Mike or Fat Mike's uh, side deal. He did like one album where he dressed up like this like deranged yeah. clown. Yeah. The song is called My Orphan Year, and it is sad as fuck. <laughs> if you want, if you really want to like, if you really want to get into your feels, that's the song you should go to because it is. I can't picture. I can't hear it in my head. It's sure it's the it. last song on the Koki the Clown EP, and sure it. it's uh, it's pretty it's it's pretty brutal. I liked watching him on uh, the other F word. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I had no idea what it was. I kind of you know didn't watch it because I didn't know what it was, and then I, I I took time to read it, and I was like, oh shit, this be fun. Yeah, that's a great movie. I didn't know what it was either. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's got Fat Mike and Lars Lee. Fredrickson and yeah. Lee and everything. Like, that's that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was like all these all these old school punk guys. Okay, it was kind of like a documentary into them getting old and being dads now and and all the things that they did. And, you know, their kids are kind of asking them, you know, about it, and, you know, and how they deal with it. And they're like dropping them off at school, you know, Fat Mike's and, you know, like this leopard robe or some shit you know dropping them off at school just looking like a looking like 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 a creepy pedophile or some shit you know yeah like like lars frederickson taking his kid to the park and he's got like bondage pants on and like a a sleeveless (laughs) vest tattoos everywhere multicolored hair and he's like yeah you know when uh he's like the people i do get weird looks but like every time i take my kid to the park people start to leave so we kind of get the park to ourselves that's kind of fun (laughs) (laughs) benefit to it but yeah, that's my that's my list there. That's your list. Let's. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's what we're down to Bryce, Casey, and myself, and mm-hmm. you, right? That's, uh, Diction, Diction, right? Yeah. Dick for short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's if you if you if you get the joke, you get the joke. Yeah. Mine is. I bet we're gonna get a double somewhere up in here. Are you gonna be Tony? Oh. Yeah, I don't maybe enough. No, no. Believe it or not, I don't have any metal in my life. <laughs> like it's weird for me, actually. <clears throat> uh, number five, I guess, is the closest thing to metal I have on there. It's uh, "Sleep Apnea" by Chevelle, and uh, I don't know why. There's uh, 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 it's. The song itself, if you've never heard it, it's very much um, people underestimating you, basically. Um, and you being able to look past that and just overcome. So I, I like songs like that about uplifting things, about human uh, uh, like righteousness and over. And being able to overcome things, because in all fairness, that's that's one of our baser needs, and uh, not even needs, but just like core things of being a human is having hope for anything. Yeah. Hope. That's off their second drop, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't have anything against Chevelle. I liked, you know. I really am not a fan of Chevelle. With all, all the other bands there. and. It was at a time where I was trying to break away from radio music, so I, did the yeah. same. I, I'm I, not, I don't know much about Chevelle. That and RX was like the last songs that I that yeah. I fucked with real heavy. Yeah. 
Yeah, honestly, yet again, you know me, Josh. I'm a metalhead, man. Like, so, like, me admitting that I like a Chevelle song is fucking hard. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm curious to hear no metal songs on here. I'm like, that that does shock me. No, no, I'm right. Uh, damn right. <laughs> um, so, like, um, all, uh, all of us are around, like, the same age. So, like, around, like, our 40s and our late 30s, whatever. So, we're all technically millennials. Technically, um, so unfortunately, especially and I know Josh, our, our mental illness is a bitch, dude. Yeah, like straight up, like like bipolar, depression, ADD, fucking whatever else you get, and especially with men nowadays, man, that's fucking. It's real hard thing, especially dudes have a hard time talking about it because when I do look at you and be like, I got issues, you're like I do too, man. Fucking man up. Yeah. That's usually where you sit it at. Yeah. So, like, I have those songs that I've listened to where I'm just like, man, it's time to end it. Just clock out. And then there's the ones you listen to and it kind of gives you a better clarity. And one of those for me was uh, when I was a teenager and I was real bad. It was Adam's song by Blink-182. Oh, yeah. Yes. Where he's talking about dude, his best friend doing the exact same thing. And somehow, like, like that song just so resonated with me. And I was just like, yeah, no. Obviously, I got other things like now where I don't have those like invasive, intrusive thoughts as much anymore. But like, it's still there, dude. Yeah, I like, so of, little I things like listen that. to them to to curb because I think everybody does. I mean, I mean, if yeah. you didn't say, you know, I mean, if I think anybody that says, "Oh, I never think about it," you know, I mean, I think they're full of fucking shit and liars, you know. I mean, because it's, oh, no. it's yeah. you know, I mean, one, it's an option, you know. I mean, so everybody thinks about it, and I kind of listen to I listen to Adam's song a lot. Yeah. Probably a lot more than you know. I should admit, but I listen. No, did a hey, did a repeat fucking yeah. tears streaming out of my eyes the whole time. But, you know, to me, I kind of take away from it is I'm not the only one who feels like this, and you know, I mean, most uh, I, I, none of the people, none of the musicians that you know I listen to, I mean, have done it. So it's you know, kind of like maybe you know, I mean, get it out, yeah. get I it out, create something beautiful with it. Like Tech Nine, Suicide Letters. Suicide notes, really? one and two, yeah, and it's a very, and it's a very real thing, especially uh, and uh, and not discrediting like mental health for women, but you know, like especially men's mental health. Seventy-eight percent of the suicides in the entire world are all done by men. Like, yeah, but, but man up, you're a man, right? Yeah, man up, bro. Yeah, man man the up. fuck up. No, we're, we're here. This our generation is here to break that cycle, so our kids don't have to fucking go through. Not that I have kids, but so our kids don't have to no. go through the anguish that we went through. No. No, we absolutely. Communicate. Absolutely. And get that shit done. But then, like, hey. obviously, like, fucking Nickelodeon didn't help my ass, man. So, okay. <laughs> um, so no, that was number four. Uh, number three, Hopeless Romantic. I love Elton John. Not going to lie. Yeah. Your hey. song by Elton John, uh, that is definitely, like, I will fucking, like, hold love letters from teenage girlfriends while singing that song because I love that fucking thing so much. And it was so well written. Bert did such a good job on it and Elton himself is just amazing. So I love that song. Um, and then my last two songs are by the same band. Because I love the band and like I love punk music too. And for some reason these guys uh, like I could list off like a million songs by this band and i love every single one of them in its own right um but rise against is just fucking yeah. good 
no matter no matter no matter what. So my number two is "People Live Here." It's in a, one of their acoustic, more acoustic songs, and it, you know, again, it's one of those about like hope and humanity, and kind of like you said. There's a line in there. It says, uh, "When we're all just ghosts, and uh, the chaos takes us, we'll look to the sky and say that people live here." So things like like those those lines. And Tim McKellarap is really really good writer in my opinion. So I, I love lines like that within music that like can resonate to your own being and your own sense of hope and and just like human like perseverance for the most part. And and Rise Against is really good about doing that. So with that being said, number one I have is Swing Life Away. Which I had a feeling there. you were gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, I love Swing Life Away. Um I listen to that song and it reminds me of my little sister all the time and I love her and I don't get to see her as much as we used to. And so yeah, no, that's my that's my number one right there, but not to cut you short, but we're I think these guys have got some recording to do. Always. More often than you do all the damn time. You wanna take my turn? <laughs> Are you guys gonna have to jet or I can I can oh, blaze through yeah. mine, but uh, he knows we're coming a little bit later. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm long-winded. All right. Same all right. Time. We're good. We're good. We all are. This is a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I like how everybody went to the, the sad. You know, cut you deep. It, that, that There's nothing that doesn't say sad. But I don't, I don't necessarily Casey, you, think all you, mine were sad, though. I think some of mine were just more that I, I, I get a, a nice... Oh, he's running away. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, he was running away, but... Right. Sorry, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I got my bit. speaker on. Okay, okay. I were you in, intending sad? I mean, because you kind of came up with that topic. Not really. I mean, kind of, but I think it was just the ones that when you hear it, it has a true meaning to you. It doesn't have to be sad. I think yeah, what I, mean, I guess I meant the was feels that, doesn't have to be sad. I mean, there's yeah, happy. It's not always sad. Feels. Most of mine are too, but I think the way I intended it was one that when you hear it, it has a meaning to you. Yeah. Maybe different than somebody else or one that when you it comes on you just can't not listen to it yeah so my honorable mention in this one just because i kind of took some of them literal so colorado kool-aid the line where he cuts the guy's ear off that's my honorable mention okay <laughs> songs with cut okay so my number five was more of a sad one love don't live here anymore by Ro rose royce that's a good one. No, no, it's like uh, old school, uh, old school Motown. Yeah. Love don't live here anymore. I'm not just singing, but yeah, that one, that one, yeah, I had didn't have it on the list, and I was going through shit this morning, you know, listening to music while I was cleaning the house, and that popped on. I'm like, it doesn't have a cut related, you know, but <laughs> she, you know, the dude cut her off, so you know, that, yeah. there's, there's my tie to cut. My number four is isn't kind of the suicide bullet by Hollywood Undead. I don't know if anybody's listening to that one, but that's kind of that one I listen to a lot. It's funny, poppy, stupid. He's you know no, no, but I like Hollywood Undead. A lot of people get. I mean, making fun of it, making you know light of it, you know. And I think I mean to me that's I, I listen to it. And I'm just like yeah, okay, I'm good, you know. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna go do that, but you know, you know, it's I grew up in an era that we could joke about it. You know, I mean, it doesn't, it's not funny, but yeah. 
that's how we got through it. You know, back to that old mentality. You're not supposed to joke about or what you're supposed to joke about. Do what? The things that you're not supposed to joke about are the things that you're supposed to joke about. Exactly. That's exactly. That's comedy. comedy should never be fucking limited or censored. <laughs> you know, that was always a weird <laughs> Richard Pryor, all the best ones would have sucked in this day and age. Oh, man. Man. Nobody is, just, there'd be no made, legends. Yeah. <laughs> made to be where it is. But you know what's sad is like our generation is seen as like one of the most offensive on the on the planet right now. But what no one realizes is that our generation is the one that's making all the entertainment content right now too. Oh yeah, for sure. I, just I, dead souls. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole podcast on its own, huh? Yeah, yeah. Another one of those where we eat shrooms and just start talking, bro. Yeah. My number three is uh, God's gonna cut you down. Either oh version. God, that Take so that good. off my list, bastard. Yeah, either either version. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's cover is just as just as uh, profound as Johnny Cash's. How late is that? Mm-hmm. Is that that's like seventh studio album. I mean, that wasn't. It was more more recent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one. Uh, high end of low. I think. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, "Possessed by Paul James," "Color of My Bloody Nose." Again, Sue, I mean, yeah, I think it was suicidal. I don't think he cut her. But uh, <laughs> there, there's Razor. He, it's, uh, there's a lot, you know, like, I mean, she, the, the story of the song is like an ex is committing suicide and he's watching it and he's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you fucked me over, you know, I'm going to let you die. Yeah. And then uh, number one. Is uh, cut you in Jerry Cantrell, great song. That's a good fair weather friends. And I mean, I've always loved Allison Chains, and Jerry was obviously a driving force in that, you know. So his solo albums are just as you know good to me as the Allison Chains. I mean, it's like carry on from your list. I learned that you are a literal person. <laughs> I, 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 well, I knew everybody was gonna go sad. Well, and I, I went with the the, the cut theme. Yeah. So I, I guess you got, I got, we got uh, I've never been a cutter. But I've never cut what? Myself. Really? No. I mean, not purposely. Accidentally, a lot. Oh, oh yeah. No. All right, I gotta jump off here. My dogs are dying to go outside. Okay, man. All right, you have a good night, guys. Appreciate it. We did not get one double on this thing today. Usually, we get like a hundred doubles. All right, Casey. Well, mine's gonna be the most mainstream music because, well, just because, and all mine have a a meaning or a reason why and we don't go all into it but number five and it's my only country song and truly really the only one i i don't know but live life like you're dying that came out the year my grandpa got diagnosed with cancer and he was one of the greatest dudes in my life yeah. um so that was one that every time i hear it to this day yeah um, that would be right. too. um no my number four bob dylan knocking on or knock on heaven's door uh, same thing that was played at my dad's funeral. That was one of our, you know, just songs we liked. And that was just one that same thing. Uh, my number three, Slip Not Till We Die. That was kind of one that got me through some rough years, even though it's, you know, it's it's a little different. If you go back and read the lyrics to it, you can't always hear them in a Slip Not song. Uh, but if you go back, it's one that just, 
you know, a, a metal song kind of that that hits deep. Yeah. Um, I was always good for that. My number two, and this is one that's probably the obscure one, but my kid was going through school um, and was getting picked on and stuff. So there's uh, Grace Vanderwall, uh, You Don't Know My Name. Um, that's a song that it like, so literally good. makes you cry. Uh, to hear it, and it's just a little girl singing a song with ukulele. Is that she was on like uh, like America yeah, Talent? Okay, yep. yep. And I don't know why I'm the obscure. I'm a Dido fan. I mean, I listen to rap, rocks, uh, heavy metal, whatever. But there's a bunch of that stuff. Um, so I even had a Dido when I took off just to not get made fun of. <laughs> um, and then my number one um, is Harry Chapin. Um, cats in the cradle, kind oh, of the same yeah. thing. That was something me and my brother listened to when my dad um, had moved out and my parents went through a divorce, and I was a young kid. But that was something that was kind of like you just kept hoping, you waiting for your dad to come home. So that's one even to this day, like just it just gets me deep, and you know, it's like made me be a better dad because yeah. of that song. So those are my I five. Wrote that one down. <laughs> and then my, I got some honorable mention. Uh, Puff Daddy, I'll be missing you, man. We all went through some tough times in those years. Um, was one that really kind of hit hard with me. And then uh, Semi Sonic closing. Side, fuck, fuck Biggie. <laughs> all the way. Well, I'm I'm with you, man. But man, I, I was I was we were I liked Biggie back then too. So, um, but like Semi Semi Sonic uh, closing time was just that thing. I had an alcoholic dad and grandpa at certain points and. Yeah. It yeah. was just kind of that song, even though it doesn't really mean that, just kind right. of hit home. So those are mine. Good list. Good list. All right. No need to spin. Well, shit, that leaves me, huh? Yeah. yeah. Saving the best uh, for last, apparently. Well, crazy. Um, mine is all over the place. Uh, I've had time to think about it. I actually didn't get – I didn't even know I was going to be in town for this yeah. until right before. So Tone told me last minute. So I've been kind of gathering <laughs> kind of as we've been as we've So been it worked out. Yeah, it yeah. has. Yeah. Um, I got to start with honorable mentions. Uh, swan dive by Head P. It's um, mm. nothing could be better than a swan dive yes. into the asphalt. And the thing is, is like it's just like you don't you don't even have to feel like that. But it's like you you can get it out. You can just like you listen to it. and It's like all right, cool. Well, I feel better. You know, some somebody said it. Yeah. Like I, I'm not yeah. gonna do it, but somebody said it. Um, and it. and laid to rest by uh, by uh, Lamb of God. Like if if everything's going wrong in my world, I can put that on full blast in my car. I can lean back in my car and just tear up, and I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It yeah. just hit. It hits deep, you know. Um, it is what it is. But for for sure, my top five are "Private Malone" by David Ball. It's a country song. Uh, yeah. I heard it when I was a kid, you know. Yes. Uh, is that about you guys the car? Riding in the back, the ghost, and the, he buys the car. Yeah. Yeah. He buys the yeah. car. The guy, the guy died at war. He got it yeah. for cheap, you know, and he felt like an asshole for even getting it for cheap. And uh, come, somebody could have swore they saw a soldier pulling him out of the wreck, and, yeah. and yeah. it literally makes me cry still to this day. Um, my first day by Haystack. I'm not even like a big Haystack fan. Um, we've performed with them, which was cool and stuff, but he hasn't really influenced me a bunch or anything like that. But this song hit so hard because my mom is, is, and was an addict or whatever. And it's, it's like about just, you know, waking up and being without it and going through the, going through the sickness and the getting better and, and learning and all that. And it's, it's a big deal, which kind of leads into my next one, which is a smile by idea idea is really really not very well known yep. um he yep. was a young man on on rhyme sayers which is like atmosphere and uh if, if you know atmosphere look you know idea mm -hmm. so um it's it's oh, big man. it's you know 
I'll still smile. Uh, he, yeah. he actually, um, he overdosed and he died. Um, but he just, he was doing what he loved and, and, you know, his brain was too much to, for him to take. And that was one of those songs that he really just let it out and it makes me tear up. Yeah. Uh, as long as we're on the suicide thing, I'm breaking the habit by Lincoln park. It's yeah. I've, I've had my struggles with, with addiction too. And, uh, <laughs> shit definitely just, uh, hits yeah. home for sure. And if I'm going for my last one, and I don't have these in any order, really, but uh, it's actually one of Tone songs. Uh, I bet you can guess. Broken Wings, maybe? Yep, Broken Wings. Yeah. Because uh, literally, um, nobody knows what you go through, but at the end of the day, uh, your wings are still there, man. Like, even if they're broken, you can still fly. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. That's a good segue, you guys. What do you guys got going on? Take a few minutes to... Plug some shit you guys got going I got on. Myself and my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have me in my field all week? It's my fault, man. He it's the last minute. I don't listen to no new I'm music. Listen to all these songs. Yeah, for real. Get well, to know each of y'all better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine's not. I mean, um, honestly, what we got going on is um, <laughs> we just slowed down a little bit. Other than drops, are we? Yeah, yeah I mean, what uh, was a uh, glow? Was that it? Or, so we were just go your own way. Yeah. Oh, drops. Yeah uh go your own way that yeah. was a that was a new single so we drop new music every every friday for since the 20 beginning of 2022 every single friday from beginning yeah. of 2022 january 1st friday and, and we've been doing it ever since it's kind of hard to keep up sometimes collective right collective unconscious collective yes. unconscious um and uh it's kind of just kept us accountable as artists and like um no matter what like we're we're working on our craft we're working on what what we love so whether that be comedy whether that be podcasts, whether yep. that be live counseling. I heard someone mention earlier, it's something I've been looking into too. Um, and that's kind of like what we are as a group. We, our best form I can explain it to is like a self-help in the form of hip hop. That's kind of, yeah. that's what we, that's what we do. And we also, we're not going to be boxed into hip hop either. It's, it's really just where we're yeah, going to be free form as, as all get out. We have something, Weird. something coming up <laughs> that we haven't told anybody about. Um, our last drop was a surprise. We dropped uh, on Valentine's Day. We dropped Fall in February, which was half Fall vibe and half um, either heartbroken or, or lovey dovey vibe, and it, it worked out really well. And yeah. uh, we got we got something coming this summer too. Awesome. Yeah. July, we'll have a new album coming in July, and then and you guys are the only ones that know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <not> anybody. <laughs> Dave, you got some uh, shows coming up, don't you? I do. I have. Uh... I have two this month. I have one on the 17th at the hideout, which is Aaron Underwood's new place. Yeah. Um, And that is, uh, it kills you from Oklahoma city. And then we have carving canyons from Emporia and we have Ramona clay from Kansas city. Uh, So that's going to be a cool, not quite local show. Um, And then June, 29th it's a thursday so get your asses out to barleycorn on a thursday um i've got the ongoing concept bloodlines and lightworker and then local support from given and anthropox so that's gonna be a kick-ass show and dark raven productions right on the facebook yep yep dark raven promotions promotions um on on facebook i've got a website i've got yeah so okay awesome oh, yeah 
And then Mr. Coach Casey, you can find him. What typically Mondays you do live, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ish. Kind of depends yeah. what happens. We the goal is Mondays. We're back. We are this Monday. We'll be live. I'll have my co-host back in studio. TJ will be in here. Hopefully, sitting back here. This perch is for my other third host, Skin Man. Hopefully, he's in studio as well. Um, and we're, we're, you know, you can find us anywhere. You can find the show basically everywhere that that podcasts are available. Yeah. We do some Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. The Middle of the Road podcast. If you guys ever want to take a listen, man, it's something different every week. Make fun of everybody equally. Make fun of myself <laughs> a lot. Um, self dep self deprivating to say the least. Hey, we we can come on and do a make fun of making fun of Juggalos one. Before we leave this, <laughs> I, I took a job at 16 at this place here locally. It used to be called Silver Dollar Cafe. And one of the guys that I washed dishes with made me, he, he didn't have a car. He'd had like 70 UIs. He was like 35. <laughs> and I had to go pick him up every single morning or every day for work and drop him <laughs> off. So he that was the rule. He would give me 10 bucks for gas every day, but we had to listen to fucking... ICP. Oh, and God. that was also part of the reason I went to that concert. The only one I went to, and I had a little phase where I was, I was, I would, I don't want to say into them, but well, obviously I listened to them for 45 minutes a day, every day for a while in a drive. Um, but that, that was kind of where my ICP um, thing came. And then I'm a kind of an old school wrestling fan. And once they got into wrestling, they were kind of funny yeah. there, but no, I have, it's been probably 10 years since I've listened to an ICP song at this point. <laughs> I, uh, I recently rediscovered my old CD case from high school and was going through it and found my ICP CD and I stuck it in just for shits and giggles because probably a decade since I listened to it. I, got I, through, I got through like the first three songs and then I was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Totally great when you're 15, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once I hit about 22, 23, I started going, huh. <laughs> well, maybe I'll, I I'll make better life choices here. <laughs> Why are you hiding under my bed? <laughs> Joshua Rick's coming in late to the show, but I, I highly encourage you to go back and watch it. We had some great music. We're about ready to wrap it up as soon as Mr. Alex Adape tells us what he's got going on. Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I know I've got at the end of the month, I've got, I'm, I'm doing, uh, traveling across the state of Kansas, which I don't know why I am, but I'm doing it. Uh, I'm going to run, uh, to MC and do some comedy for, uh, the guys at El Trevino in Elkhart, Kansas. Yeah. Hopefully they, hopefully they like, they think. They 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 know about jokes out there because it's in the middle of nowhere. I was gonna say Elkhart, be careful, bud. Yeah, shit. Well, like, I gotta say that's that's some really good music. And I mean, like I said, I, I you know we had Derek on. He came on, right? Yeah, he yeah. came on. And man, I mean, there the, 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 I I I didn't know he was that badass. Yeah, he's a good. He's a cool guy. Really yeah. cool guy. He's badass. Uh, Take the Trump jokes out of your whatever you had going there. Take them out, and then you'll nail it. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna leave him. I'm gonna leave him in. Crusty the clown. But and then I've got I'm, the, the next night. We're gonna do the same, sh basically the same show in Garden City, Kansas, and then I'm headed back up to KC. And then I don't think I'm going to go back to Southwest Kansas for the rest of my life. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Well, I, I think right now Monday, we'll we do have an exclusive interview with Donald Trump on our show. So <laughs> if you want to tune in for that. We're going to have him stopping by. My co-host will interview him. His number one rule was I could not be in the studio during the interview. So it'll be really great. It'll be, it'll be the greatest show. It'll be the greatest podcast. It'll be so ever. great. It'll be the greatest show ever. <laughs> Nobody will be able to keep up with this. Be listening. If they were going to take a vote, we would win. All right. Before we get off here, we forgot to do, we forgot to do our uh, formalities. Huge shout out to Talking Beards Network and Big Sexy Beard Brand. Letting us broadcast on their platforms and their stream yard. That's pretty awesome. And as always, I can save you 20% with Big Sex Beard Brand. Use the code JRB520. Sex Pot is the greatest scent in the world. I would do that. And you can find this podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, a few other places. I want to see how to get the uh, tomorrow's podcast on the, uh, on the uh, Spotify, the video. See if it's the last one on the video. And I- I think I with the red circle. I think I just got to upgrade and from the free to the thirty dollar thing. So you get a whole bunch of different analytics, and and they may I think they may push a little bit more. I don't know, but I think that's where I'm at with it. Excellent. Make Kevin make Kevin pay thirty dollars a month. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate yep. the opportunity to join you guys for a podcast. It was very fun. Thanks, Thanks for, for having coming us. Nice to meet y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. to meet you guys. We'll be back for episode 22. We'll figure out what we're going to do and uh, who all is going to be here. It's mushrooms, and I think it's all of us. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Count me in for that show, man. We'll yeah. Four hours later. <laughs> we're going to set up a kiddie pool over there for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Building a couch. Just, make, just make sure I don't go on any rant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I need to use your restroom. I probably had to so bad when I got here.